Welcome to Wrong Place, Right Time, where I realised this is like that part in the movie where they say the title, because this episode, it's it's about time. Wow. <laughs> it's about time travel. We're not ready for time. Full As a stop. whole construct, just, just the concept of travelling through it. I I think even we should probably try to stick within the realm of fiction, like stay as nah, close as no we way. can to it. No, okay. We have to talk mind. like no. We don't have to talk about time, but we should talk about time travel, even if we do want to talk about it in a realistic aspect. Okay, I see. I see. And so with me today, I have our audio engineer Adrian. That's me. You heard my voice already. Whoa, uh, that's that's you went back in time. Editing you, is crazy. It, it's crazy. Uh, then we have our radio guru Michael. I've just jumped out of a time hole, a wormhole, <laughs> time hole, time hole. That's uh, my time hole now. over there. <laughs> get your get yourself out of my time hole. Uh, and I am the design maestro Matthew. And let's begin this journey. Uh, you should have, if your podcast is working properly, you would have actually started at the forty-minute mark. But that's okay. If if you haven't, don't don't alter it. It's it's fine. I was going to say, should we edit, should we start the podcast with the ending and then end it with the starting and being like time travel? <laughs> Sorry, boys, I don't have the time. Ah, oh, good good content from somebody else. Yes, we. But that's all. This was just a reference, and if you get it, good for you. But otherwise, they don't need advertising. <laughs> they don't need advertising. If you don't get it, I'm sorry. We're not going to explain it. Um, I we're going to be referencing a lot of fictional work either way because that's, true. that's the best way to ground an idea that hasn't been done yet. It's hard to review something that I haven't done, um, in the non-traditional sense. What? <laughs> well, like I haven't, I've traveled through time, but I haven't. You haven't traveled through science fiction time. Yeah, well, I haven't. You haven't traveled through time in a, a different rate way. to anyone else. Yes. No. Nor have I done that thing where you go into a satellite and that makes you point two seconds younger or something. Uh, age is like the uh, time dilation. Like that's that's the real. That's that's real time travel, that's which real is time always travel. more interesting. Interstellar is that's the movie Interstellar, where yeah, they, like they go to Gravitron or something, <laughs> some it, planet. An hour on this planet is seven years in the real world. Yes. Oh, we've been. Even here. Though I'm fairly sure that's not quite how it works, but like, yeah, it's the best. It's the most realistic interpretation. Can you believe I've never seen Interstellar? What? Yes, you have. No, I haven't. And I knew that factoid. Guy got spoiled. Whoa, you Matthew got, you gotta watch it. A I really thought I watched film. it with you. No, I've never seen it. I reckon you have seen it, and you're just talking some well hot trash. If I haven't seen it, maybe. Oh, you guys are thinking of future Matt. This is sorry. This is Matt. <laughs> well, now now we have to go and see it with you, or or it's we've a, got paradox. a paradox going on. Yeah. I'll, well. That's a preview for all the stuff we're going to be talking about in this podcast. <laughs> so, to paraphrase a fantastic joke by XKCD that I'm going to shamelessly steal, I've travelled here from the year 1994 to say this. How are you guys? Well, well yes. Um, pretty good. Anything interesting happened this weekend? Uh, I had a good time filming a, a wedding all weekend with my business and it was a long 15-hour day on my feet the whole time. And oh just by coincidence, uh, the client was also a family member. It was a wedding. And uh, I was so wrapped up in doing my work, I missed out on family photos. As, oh. I, was, as I was like packing up uh, all the gear at, from the ceremony location to go to the reception location, I got a call from my brother. And he's like, Oi, come out and get family photos. And I was like, lol, I've already left. <laughs> Yikes. And then, and then he hung up. And not, e- not even 20 seconds later, I was like, oh, no, I should go back. I'll get yelled at. 
if I miss out on family photos because I was doing work. Um, and so I go back. I text my brother as well. I try and call him back. doesn't answer. So I text him. And I drive back the five minutes, get out of the car, run across to the park. And then as I'm like approaching where everyone's getting photos, my family's left. And they, they'd <laughs> left before I'd even like, got there. And I was like, I came back all the way to get photos. Um, so I ended up just getting a photo with, instead of like the whole family, like my nuclear family and then the bride and groom. It was just me and the bride and groom. So really it turned out that I got special treatment. Yeah, that's right. You're the special. Like not only are you like family, but then you're also, and this is our, this is our audio engineer, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He has a special place in our heart. He's got his own page in the scrapbook. Well, I did get a mention in the in the um, groom's speech as well. He was thanking a bunch of people. He's like, and thanks to Adrian and his uh, business who filmed, blah, 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 blah. And then everyone was looking at me because I was in the corner of the room with headphones on to make sure that his speech was coming through okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is, this is weird. It's, it's a bit meta, isn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, uh, what about you, Michael? I had a pretty good weekend. I... Spent time with my partner's family. Oh, we're all spending time doing things. Time, with family. I went. Uh, I went fishing. Fishing in this new part of the world for me is the, just not working. It's just not happening. Really, not caught anything. Is it too cold? Nothing. The fish don't respond to your uh, western bait. I tried in. I tried in summer. Yeah, it could be bait. Could be. That I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> no, you were just in tune with the with the Western Australian coastline. Yes, you you just need to retune. You know, you and your uh, I don't know how to say this, mate, maybe uh, co worker, <laughs> okay. colleague. You you guys say that you're locals. Maybe the fish don't view you as locals. The fish are like, nah, he's still a city slicker. Could be that. Uh, what else is going on? I'm about to, I'm about to experience the most significant form of time for a human being. Oh, it will be off. my birthday in oh. two days. Oh yeah, it is I so definitely quick. knew that. I I knew that. I just forget because time is moving too quickly. All right, I need a sidebar real quickly. I had a freak out. I think this wasn't last weekend, but the weekend before. I think time is going quicker. Yes. If you've ever seen the Spy Kids fourth movie, I think it is. I don't know. I watched it on Netflix one day because I was feeling trash. And (laughs) in it, right, so the plot of the movie is that time is being stolen. And so they lose chunks of time. Like they're like, oh, this last five minutes has really been half an hour. And that's how I feel life has been going. Uh, especially now that I, like, last time I really looked at the date, I was like, ah, oh, it's like a month until Michael's birthday. And then now you're just here like, oh, my birthday's in two days. Ha! <laughs> ha! Time! But that's, uh, apparently that's a real thing. Like, uh, the more you experience time, the faster it goes. No, I don't think this is just me. I think this is the entropy. This is the heat death of the universe, which will be <laughs> another episode that we have. Yes. Slow, steady decay. Uh, and I mean, this is almost t- just turning into an episode about time in general. But it we're going to stick to time travel. It's just time travel. That's why I wanted to wrap this up by saying um, I got an invitation, actually, uh, and I was supposed to spread it to you guys, uh, and that we're cordially invited to a reception uh, for the late Professor Stephen Hawking mm-hmm. uh, on the 28th of June, 2009. Uh, can we make that one? Uh, yeah, pro- pro- I'll probably be able to make it for uh, 30 more years or so. So I might <laughs> be a little bit fashionably late. <laughs> That's when. So in 20 years, you show up. In 30 years, I show up in 2009 because okay. that's when we have time travel. That's fine. I could believe that. Here's my thing on this. Because he is... Stephen Hawking was then suggesting I, a dynamic timeline. Like if we're looking at your th- like... three theories of time travel, 
he's saying, I can put out an invite and if time travel is possible, someone will go, yes, I'd love to go and meet Stephen Hawking. But Ooh. if if it's a fixed timeline and that it never happened, then it will never happen. It doesn't mean that time travel is not possible. It just means it, that event didn't occur. See, I think in order for it to be successful, I have a personal belief about time travel, and it's kind of like the multiverse uh, theory, I suppose. Uh, like in Star Trek, the new one, how Spock goes back, and then it kind of just makes an alternate reality instead, so that, you know, you can kill your grandfather, and now you exist in this universe where you won't be born. So, like, say, if I went back, there would be 21-year-old me hanging around with my grandparents, one deceased because I've killed him this it's a bad joke because I love my grandparents. <laughs> why why uh, would you want to kill your grandparents anyway? Like, I don't know. why it's, is that the, the that's metaphor? the go to? It's like you go and kill your grandfather. But uh, sorry to quickly go back. I think we're just in the first timeline. I think we're the first one. We haven't created time travel yet, and when we do, we'll never experience the effects of it because it just goes onto a different timeline. Mm. Yeah, that's. I mean. It's a really interesting thing to think about because it's like there are so many different interpretations, but it's all based off the one like thing, like even scientifically based off the one thing, like the idea of how we do it is pretty linear. Yes, because you could see it. It's linear, like, for example, from the point of view of the time traveler, it's all linear. Exactly. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, someone, I was watching this video. And it got too far. And it said that time travel, the concept, began when humans first felt remorse. Now, I don't think that. I think that time travel began uh, probably in Back to the Future 1. Time travel, in a real sense, started when the universe started because we're all traveling through time. Before we go on to like. No, 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 hold on. Let's bring this up because before we go on to like different times let's talk about traveling through time natively as in we're all traveling time one second per second right yes so let's start with that isn't that crazy that we are already time travelers we're just not traveling time at different rates and negative rates see see, now you're doing what i wanted to talk about in the time episode well this is time traveled so, because this is, I'll touch on this more when we ever do a time episode, and it's simply, but then does, what if time is just a concept? It's just a construct. So we're not necessarily traveling at a rate of one second per second. We just exist. We just exist. And well, we know we've... that time, time is not just a construct. Our measurement of time is a construct, but we know that time is passing because of things like decay and entropy yeah i guess and i suppose you could say the whole uh relativity you know so what is it the heavier you get and no, the no, faster no. you go it's it, um the faster you go the heavier you get but it's not and this is similar to the time dilation thing and this is my year my level my year one uwa physics <laughs> year so, one it's limited, when you were in year one at the... My year one, my first year physics understanding at a university is like, it's it's not, a, it's more a, a side effect of the mathematics behind it and not, you're not literally getting heavier. You're getting heavier in comparison to other people. Like, because like general and special relativity are just whack. Because it's not about it's not about being literal. It's about being relative to someone else. So it's a similar thing to like when you're driving on the freeway and someone's coming past you at like like slowly. You're both going like 100. The other guy's going like 102, but it looks like they're only going two. So it's it's kind of similar to that where it's like you're not actually getting heavier, but you, if you if someone who is outside the of the frame, if you could measure both fast, of them somehow, they, they seem yeah. If you could measure, if someone outside of the person going fast could measure the person going fast, they would appear to be heavier. And it's similar for the time dilation. It's like you wouldn't actually experience time faster, but someone else outside would. 
Um, that's why it's so hard to yes. wrap your head around. And then that's why it's so, um, it's one of those things that's just like, scientists are going, uh, uh, you get heavier. That's the only way to explain it. And then everyone's like, <gasps> are you calling you get me heavy? fat? I've been working on my weight. God damn it, science. <laughs> but yeah, if you pump iron faster, <laughs> you you get you get bigger gains. But is that one of these things as well where it's also about the, the, the terms that we use? So like the whole the whole weighing versus like how much you weigh versus yeah, what your mass is. is. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is mass though. Like it's they're saying your mass increases. Your yeah, because it's that it's that equation. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like oh, it's c mm. squared over v squared. Something. Are something. we really um, on this scientific? <laughs> yes. Hold on. Okay, let me see if I can find it. Because it's it's. Because I don't understand how you can increase your mass. I can understand how you increase Wait, increase you your like your final. Yeah, you can't increase weight. your mass. That doesn't make sense. But you increase your weight, which is why if you go to a planet that has a higher gravity, you, time is also dilated there. It's to do with the e equals mc squared stuff. Well, now you're just throwing and that equation doesn't make sense okay. in this context. Now you're just throwing things around. You trying to make you trying to make me look dumb, huh? <laughs> Well, okay. It okay. Look at E equals M squeeze, it, yeah. MC squared, right? Just right. Energy equals mass times by right. the speed of light, right? And speed of light doesn't change, right? That's yes. consistent. That's a oh, constant. To the f- year one so, university. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let, now All let right. me step this to the next one for you. To go faster, yes. you're going to need a lot of energy, right? And how would your energy go up? In that equation, you can't change a constant. You have to change the mass, and the only way it can go is up. But so, does the speed of light does the constant change when it's under other influences? So light will be bent by gravity. No. Uh, okay. No, because that doesn't change. What about the speed a black of light? hole? It just bends it, which has a higher gravity than the speed of light. Uh, I'm fairly sure it still doesn't aff- like the speed of light doesn't change no matter where it is so its direction may change but it would still be traveling at the same speed yeah i mean again if there's anyone actual scientists out there can you double uh, check also any time travelers if you just want to jump in uh that is fine yeah that'd be helpful just give us a a five-star review from the future Uh, i think they're worth more No, from the past wouldn't it uh it doesn't matter it's all (laughs) fictional (laughs) also is Planet of the Apes style time travel. The yeah, so that's the one that they... I don't think they can prove it yet, but I think it's the one that makes sense. Well, the thing is, that wasn't time travel. Weren't they just kind of sent out to space and then back? But to the the subject who's traveling near light speed, time seems to change. Essentially, the faster you go, the heavier you get the slower time goes from, but not from your perspective. Like you don't move extra fast or anything. You don't feel heavy. You don't feel heavy. Um, but you are, and time is also moving a lot quicker. You're no, peer, you're not. But you're you don't peer feel. To be. It. Yeah, so you're not. Like on an absolute scale, you're not. But yeah, relative like, to but someone who's measuring you, let you me are. finish. <laughs> like inertia. But so, <clears throat> this is a very serious episode. I was trying to go jokey with this, but. I, I love this. math and science. I should have you, should, you should have known this is going to happen. Yes, <laughs> you too should love math uh, and science. <laughs> Agreed. But so you feel like everything's going fine, but in reality, everything else is moving quicker. And so it seems like you've travelled forward in time, uh, but in reality, you haven't. Uh, you've travelled it. You've travelled the same amount just at a different perceived rate. And so the guy in Planet of the Apes, he goes up in space, he goes really fast, so time goes really slow for him. Uh, And then apes rise up, kill most of the humans. Humans become dumb. I never understood that plot point. Anyway, uh, then they bury the Statue of Liberty conveniently around the corner where he just can't see it until the end. Uh, Then he comes back. And he's like, I've only been in space for, like, X amount of time. This must be a different planet. But really, he went too fast. And it was Earth the whole time. You maniacs! You blew it up! 
Do you know in that the original book they did go to a different planet? Was that like when they actually did do space? Because in the movie, isn't it like they're in cryo, but then it breaks? For some of them, it doesn't work. For three of them, it does work. Um, some of them die or something. Yeah, some, the cryo failed. So they like died in their sleep. Yeah. Uh, but it still wouldn't have been the same amount of time because they were traveling near light speed. Even if they'd been awake the whole time, it wouldn't have been the hundreds of years that it ended up being. It's just cryo, so they didn't have to wait, like, say, 30 years of travel. Oh, right, okay. Um, but in the book, they actually do go to another planet that is a planet of the apes, and then when they return to Earth, the same thing has happened to Earth. That seems less impactful. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be about, like, they they learn that, like, my God, this could happen to us. We have but to go back and change late. our ways, and they get back, and it's, like, it's too late. How poetic. Oh, okay. So the book must be a vast uh, difference from the, the movie. Yeah, it's apparently quite weird. Uh, what are some other popular media with time travel? That we want to talk about at least. The I'm Time Traveller's Wife, starring <laughs> Eric Banner. <laughs> I do not know anything about that except for Not in that movie. Man. Was a green man. Uh, I did. I have seen no. The Time Traveller's <laughs> Wife. Um, I wasn't paying much I attention. I, was just... I just really like Rachel McAdams in most media she's in. Uh, but it just seemed weird to me because it just seemed like a guy. Like, okay. Now let's. So I just want to quickly brush through. Uh, it's not. Let's not stay on this too much. But so you guys have partners, romantic interests, and so you go. Oh, I like her now. I've met her now. That's cool. Uh, and I don't think this is quite the plot. I think the plot is the worst. Anyway. So then you decide. I love my wife so much, but for no discernible reason like unrelated you go back to the time when they were a child don't i wouldn't want to see them i feel like that's weird like you're a romantic partner and then you see them as a child <laughs> out of curiosity but like that, i just feel like yeah hey, look at him and then that's like it that. he seems a bit only if it was like a like necessary, like if there was something that happened to them in their childhood and you were going back to like find out what happened or try and stop it. Like, would you do that? Would you do that for someone? If it is a, if it's a dynamic timeline when you can change the past, so someone very important to you had something horrible happen to them when they were a kid, would you go back and change it? But then that could potentially mean they never meet you again. Mm. I don't like personally. I don't want to touch time. If I'm going to do time travel, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it super careful. Like, I'm not. I, I don't subscribe to the like. If you scratch your nose in a different timeline, then like, Nigeria <laughs> explodes or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the butterfly. It's like the butterfly effect effects. kind of thing. Sorry, what's yours? The nose effect. If <laughs> yes, the, nasal the nasal effect. Hyphen Nigeria um, effect. But I. <laughs> but I, I can understand. Um, like you know, don't don't see yourself time traveling. Don't let anyone you know see you because you don't want to mess up. Because like, okay, even then though, if someone like sees you where they shouldn't see you, they'd be like, "Oh, were you here today?" And they'd be like, "Uh, no." Okay, I could have sworn I was probably just. Was probably and if just, you're traveling uh, to like when they were a kid if... as well, in this specific context, you could be like, "Dude, that was twenty years ago. Are you high?" Yeah, not like how do you even remember? So. But I would be, like, if I was going back to, like, when I existed, it would be very careful. Um, there, was a, there was a first point that we were making, and I forgot uh, how to I make also it back. Forget. <laughs> I, I don't think I would. Oh, we were talking about the time traveler's wife. That's, and how that's weird. That's oh, a yeah. weird thing to me. Uh, I yes, don't. He seemed. I mean, I didn't pay that much attention, but he seemed like he was still like, oh, I love her so romantically. It's like, yeah, it's a kid. Yeah. Ooh. Eh. Eh. Eric I know, but I could be completely wrong because I was I was really just staring. Uh, I th- I I think I was a bit young, and I just thought Rachel McAdams was pretty. She was in another time travel movie. It's called <laughs> About Time. 
And that one about is kind time. of a dynamic timeline in a way because he can go back, he can change something, and then it's like that thing has changed, but and everything else kind of works around it. I want to take a moment because you guys keep referencing dynamic and fixed timelines and stuff. Can I just quickly brush through what sure. each are? So a fixed timeline, um, even when parties travel back in time, the future they left cannot be changed. All events remain as fixed points in time. The actions of the traveler in the past have already become part of history. So that's like the classic, um, you can be your own granddad or something can... like that. Yeah. Where it's like, or kill because you did it, it already happened. So you did it. So it already happened. So you did it. Um then there's dynamic timeline is altered events in the past have definite impacts on the present. For example, if you travel back in time and kill your grandfather, you also prevent your own birth. And that's where paradoxes come in. So that's like, I think that's the more like fictionally used kind of um, time travel. Where like something happens and then you go and change it. That's like the kind of thing that happened in, what's the Ashton Kutcher one? The butterfly effect. Yeah. So it is the butterfly effect. <laughs> I got confused with another movie. Um, but that one was like, that one's actually a really cool one. I like that movie because it was like, he had all these all these things happened, but he doesn't know what, but he can go and affect the past. If you haven't seen it, basically, nah. spoilers, go watch it. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Do you care about spoilers? Okay. Um, basically, he has all these blackouts as a kid, um, and he doesn't know what happens, but stuff happens. Um, and then as an adult, he's he can like invoke going back to the Ooh. flashbacks and changing time. So he can like, like write in his diary or read his diary to yeah. move through time. And, um, so there's one where like as kids are playing around and playing pranks and he puts like a group of them put like a cracker, a firecracker in someone's letterbox. And then I think after the, like he blacks out then before it goes off and then he wakes up and it's like killed the house owner or something. And then so as an adult, he goes back and he tries to stop the the adult getting blown up. So a kid goes out instead and that kid blows up and then he comes back to a different timeline where like, I don't know, his school's different and his girlfriend's they, different. They and all that repainted kind of stuff. the school black um, in honor of the death of the child. I swear there's one of the instances in that movie where he gets in the way of the letterbox and yeah. loses his arms. Yeah, I think that's what might've happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he like tries to defend the, yeah, he pushes the person out of the way or something like that. And then, yeah, he, come, he comes back and he's, like, missing his arms and legs or something. He's in a wheelchair or something. And he has and to his figure out like... how to then time travel when he can't write. Yeah. It's kind I of think. whack. And I, I read, because I remember reading it, like, being really interested in the different... Uh, because it had a bunch of different endings, apparently, like, from when it was released at, like, film festivals to, like, its um, cinema release and on DVDs and stuff. And one of them was to end it. Because it was like something, it was something weird where like his he wasn't meant to be born. His like mum had a bunch of um, um, what do you call it, miscarriages, and he wasn't meant to be born. Um, and so he he was in like a psych ward, and he went and watched footage of his himself in the womb, and he went had a flashback to the womb and just like <laughs> strangled himself in the womb with the umbilical cord, and that's the end of the movie. And I was that's like, wow, metal that's metal as that's fuck. Whack. Holy hell. I know. Dang. It's pretty messed up. I can't believe... There's also something to do with, like, his dad can also do it, and his dad has always oh. been trying to kill him. Dang, why are you guys oh, making okay. me want to watch a 14-year-old movie? Holy hell. <laughs> it's interesting. It, look, go check it out. There's a lot of cool movies with um, interesting takes on time travel. For example, mean, one of my favorites as a big maths and it, science nerd... Say it. It's, is it Primer? Yes, say it. You say it. Oh, it's the it's coolest, trippiest time travel movie ever. Tell me about Primer. Oh, I've never watched it. Have, do you know man, much about it? I can't, no, I can't explain the plot. Because really? Because the plot actually nothing gets really complicated. Okay. Because when, like, I think it's like half an hour to go. Um, and then it's just like, by the way, yeah. time has been traveled a hundred times. Because... So yeah, like yeah, they do like a montage. There's a time basically. machine, right? And they turn um, it on, and they—I don't think they realize it's a time machine. I think it's supposed to be something to no. spur on, so, like fungus. Oh. The, no, they're trying to make <laughs> so they're like these scientists who work out of the garage in their spare time. 
to make like try and make some cool invention. I think they're trying to do levitation or something, and they accidentally stumble upon time travel. But it works oh, yeah, really right. well. Like it, it's supposed to be like the most mathematically accurate um, time travel because it's like you can't you can't just like travel to anywhere in time. It's this thing where you you build the machine and then you turn it on and it like loads like it travels. So let's say you turn on at 10, 10 a.m. right and then you leave it on until six and then you like flick a switch or something get in it at six and it travels back to 10 and then you get out at 10 so it's like this box they make that's right yeah so Um, it's like they've made a box that is effectively like a wormhole with point a being it turned on exactly and and point b being the later point in time and you can move back to point a yeah and so they they use it to like make some money off like um like betting on stuff and then stuff like that. And then they're very strict on it. It's like very well done. And then um, towards the end, someone's like gets in a fight with someone else, like their family. And then they try, try to use it to stop it over and over again. But then you learn that there was like a, someone had like smaller one, a, like a, what do you call it? Like a safety one. Yeah. yeah. And then they put one in another one. And that's why <laughs> there's a great um, <laughs> comic by XKCD where it's just like, it's just it gets so because complicated. It gets like it's it's you can keep track of it till like yeah like I said like the half last half hour and they're like and we had to save this you know my wife's someone from getting fight dead, killed at a fight in a party or something and then you're like ah oh, okay but like other than that it's pretty cool hmm. I will uh, have to I'd, check it out I would recommend watch it it's a little it can be a little whack but uh I always liked it if you like the more scientific side i suppose it's very complicated i think i don't know where i got fungus from do they like discover fungus in it and they're like yeah this is older maybe than it should i don't be. know like something like that i don't know no i know that like the way the one thing that broke it down for me was like he drew it out he's like you turn it on at point a it goes to whatever time you stop it and then it, it just loops back to a and i'm like that makes sense that's such good time travel because like like and yes that makes the most sense to me for time travel is like you open up a it's- wormhole at the, like now, and that is the most. Back to it. That is the most scientifically like feasible time travel that people consider. Is that so? You you need negative energy or something, uh, and you've got. So you say, okay, I'll meet you in twenty twenty five, and then you spin your wormhole really fast or something, so that it's still one of them spins really fast. And so when it's you turn them on at like the one in twenty twenty five and you turn the one that was spinned differently in twenty nineteen and then they connect. Because from the wormhole's point of view, almost they're connected. But because one had moved in such a way it's it's complicated. It's I'm I'm not good at that maths. Yeah, that smarter mind smarter minds than us have uh See, this is why I'm not here to discuss the the real stuff. I, I love travel. time travel in fiction. We have the minds for the scientific, um, yeah, so, science fiction. Because stories, in, like all stories, are about you know cause and effect. And I'm pretty sure time travel is when you go, yeah, cause and effect is fun, but it's too simple. So let's mix that up. Effect then cause. Or then, because some well, some Ooh. movies do that without time travel, and I think that's poor writing, because it's like, you know, you're watching a movie, and then they're like, "There's ex machina," whereas time travel is all about that Deus ex machina and making it work good. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen. God, how they, yeah. What's some of your favorite scientific science fiction? Well, can I give you a fantasy sorry? one? Uh. Sure. So Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban has been one of my favorite time travel like scenarios. That's still my favorite Harry Potter book. It's a pretty good one as well, and it's I it's probably the time travel. Uh, The fact that every Harry Potter afterwards doesn't involve like a little time travel is like really (laughs) you guys are sitting on something pretty good. Oh. Have you not? Have you not? No, I have not. Child, cursed child. That is, that is uh, when time travel goes bad uh, in Harry Potter. 
Is it the cursed child of the Harry Potter series? No, it goes bad both uh, narratively, like within uh, the narrative, okay. as well as I think it gets I've a little bit heard confusing. that it wasn't good, but that was from very Potter purists, so they probably considered uh, considered you know it's a mudblood. They also don't like Fantastic Beasts, so it's also not a yeah. Proper it's a book. play that's it's a published. play. Yeah, so I think it makes for a bit of a. So, looking at this, uh, so I think you were reading this. This is three types, the, three theories of time travel by Harrison Densmore. He's a graphic designer and wonderful nerd like us. Uh, it's very good infographic, and it's got the fixed timeline, dynamic timeline, multiverse. The example in this infographic is you go kill Hitler to prevent World War Two. And that's exactly what... And But then it turns out the baby you replace him with is the real Hitler. So it, it, you had always... Like, time time had been... Uh, yeah, it's predestined. It's predestined. And that's yeah. what my favourite part in Harry Potter 3 is how Harry is just... He clicks and he's like, well, I've already done it, so i got to do it. Like, he realises that it's him from the future or the past... Uh, and then he's like, ah, it's me, and I do the spell, so I'm going to do the spell. It's not a thing. I already did it. I yeah. can do it again. I don't think... Well, my interpretation of that was that he didn't realize. He was like, this guy isn't showing up. I need to do it. And then afterwards he goes, oh, I No, I thought the reason that he stops waiting and he steps up and he does it is because he realizes that it's him, and he's like, ah, oh, I'd already done it, so I know that I can do it. Okay, interesting. See, isn't it crazy? There's like even on something like that, there's different interpretations. Something that's like definitively written. Because yeah, I always saw it as he's he was like waiting and waiting, and waiting until the last moment. He's like, well, if no one else is oh, going to show up, and then and then he goes, ah, oh, it was me all along. But yeah, I always liked that. Um, yeah, it's the fixed timeline where it's it already happened. They already um, set um, the Griffin free. That Not that I've stuff. watched the later seasons, but that's also what they do in Red versus Blue as well, and I loved that part. How there is one of the guys in Red versus Blue. If you don't know, it's a machinima based off of Halo. They got two teams: a red team and a blue team. Funny like that. There's this massive quantum explosion that sends everybody forward in time, uh, which is when they transitioned from Halo One to Halo Two. So it was like the explanation for why the like things look different. Uh, but then it sent one person back in time. And he stayed in Halo. He was in another game, but I have no idea what game it was. It's very pixely. Uh, and But when he finally gets to Halo again, he tries a few things to prevent his death. It's a very odd show. It's funny. You should watch it. Uh Rooster's teeth, very good. Uh, so he tries to prevent his death because he died before travelling back in time. Uh, <laughs> I just realise how weird a plot it is as I'm saying it. Yeah. It okay, so let's just say he <laughs> he goes to save someone before they die. Uh, and so they go into the tank and they change the settings of the tank so that friendly fire isn't on. But what he he accidentally turns it on in trying to turn it off. Wait. Yes. <laughs> trying to turn it off. See, this is how confusing. This is time travel, <laughs> man. It's confusing. Uh, he accidentally turns it off instead of turning it on. Uh, he doesn't realize it. And then that ends, leads to him dying. So it, everything he tries when he's gone back in time, it turns out he was the cause of. And that's what Harry Potter 3 is like. It's like... Um, if if you go back and kill your fa- grandfather, it's not a paradox because that never was your grandfather. It turns out that something else was you, someone else was your grandfather. Yeah, I, paradoxes are odd because I often see a paradox meaning like a loop that continues, which would be a fixed timeline involving time travel. Yeah. So if you replace baby Hitler and the baby you replace it with is Hitler, 
and it happens anyway, no, 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 that's then not that a is a paradox. Well, it's a loop that continues because you must go back well, to swap different. the babies. Well, it's a different definition of paradox. And then Hitler exists, spurring you to go back and replace the babies. Like, okay. it's a constant well, see, loop that's, that must occur. I don't think that's a paradox. I think that's just events that don't happen chronologically. A uh, proper paradox is when... It, it shouldn't be possible, but you do it yeah. anyway. Like, killing your grandfather then... shouldn't be possible. Well, that's what some interpretations are like. It's like, if you do that, you break the universe and then it collapses on itself well, or whatever. Right, right, right. Like, I'm you, just thinking you can't, it's through. like a computer error. Like, it just goes, divide by zero, I can't do it. Blech. Like in Doctor Who, uh, modern series three, when the master starts killing the human race with the ancestors of the human race and has to use the TARDIS to stop the universe from collapsing. Yeah. Because you, you, you can't kill yeah, exactly. your ancestors. Um, then that's not really a paradox because the Doctor saves the day anyway. I don't think the Doctor... Doctor Who is not Science any time fiction. travel. Like, r- no theory of time travel. Yeah, I, I love... I say it's dynamic. Timey-wimey. Nah, it's wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey. And I love that the most, that it's like, it. it's just whatever, like... Time in, it's in, too complicated to ask. It's to answer, kind of like in this lord. story, in this episode, we will be featuring a fixed timeline, uh, and then it's like the next episode <laughs> is a dynamic timeline. Like, Ooh. no, I think it's always dynamic. So if you take the fires of Pompeii, where Pompeii must erupt, he realizes that he does in fact have a choice. It is dynamic, yeah, well then, and he is responsible. Then for how do you Pompeii explain? Erupting. So to everyone else's, huh? And he changes the timeline. Hmm. Yeah, there's times when he changes. Yeah, because it's dynamic. So he decides he's no longer going to allow fixed timelines because he's like, I'm a time lord, I, and I know it's dynamic, so I'm going to make changes. And the woman doesn't uh, doesn't like and that then he's she done that. Also, self, which is probably uh, see that's that is one thing that people reckon that, like, in a dynamic timeline, it changes free will. So with a dynamic timeline, the way that the universe... Like, this is just a theory, of course. The way that people are stopped is because their free will is literally taken away. Um, Some people say it's, like, maybe they literally have a 0% chance. Like, they go... They set off to go kill their grandfather, but then they somehow have a 0% chance. Like, yeah. Oh, like, fate uh, gets Or in the then way. there's this example from Doctor Who where, yeah, she kills herself, which is very, like, whoa. Uh, but it's like, what if that is destiny? Instead of lightly touching the wheel when you need a move, it, that's destiny grabbing the wheel, taking away her free will. She has to die. There's only one way she can die right now. Final destination scenario here. Uh, ooh, dang, I would watch a Final Destination Paradox movie. It kind of is, I guess. I was just thinking of, like, Doctor Who versus, like, fate as an entity. Uh, that'd be cool. I can. I, I could definitely see that, see that happening on, and being a bad episode under Moffat. <laughs> He's done. Um, He's out. Yeah, because that's a freaky thing. Free will is the way that paradoxes are resolved. Multiverse doesn't seem like a time travel thing necessarily. I think it's the easiest to comprehend because it's like very obvious. Like if you kill your grandfather, you can't be born. Like it's yeah, easiest so... to explain. So it's because paradoxes exist under other like things it's called like it's when you get like errors in your computing and it's like and it gets stuck in yeah, the loop like you said it's like going from if you're talking about computer errors and a multiverse theory is like instead of using your computer you make a virtual machine onto your computer <laughs> because you go back in time to kill your grandfather but you just killed timeline b's use grandfather <laughs> i like the example Sorry, you go. What about... What is it? I was just going to say, what about Donnie Darko time travel? Oh, that's a good one. I like I like Donnie Darko. I should watch that again, actually. 
which in which that is a that is a multiverse, but he's in he's ended up in one he shouldn't be in. Yeah, and he has to go back to fix it because that multiverse shouldn't happen. Yeah, and that's he's like closing it up, like it opens up because of the error. Yeah. Actually, like, I like yeah, I like that interpretation a lot. Like that time is fixed until someone breaks it or something breaks it, and then we have to fix it to get it back. Like, yeah, then you're in a, a universe that can't support itself anymore. Yeah, it's too much energy, something, something, entropy. And you need chaos. to like reverse it. Very weird film. I, very, I very tried good. to Google uh, the Donnie Darko timeline, and it's given me such nothing. That I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Just watch the film. It's a little like... It's, it's a bit darko. Dark and... and oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's um, it's got like good time travel. Because it, it's to do with like bad time travel to begin with. With a jet engine losing its turbine in like a singularity. A yeah, something. And that turbine ends up going to a different timeline. Yeah, it's that, supposed to have... Yeah, man. That splinters it. Yeah. And then he's, in fact, in the wrong one, and he subconsciously knows about that. Yeah, like he sees things and uh, and um, has, like, visions and stuff. Because and then he, in encounter- the then he encounters Frank, who is actually from the future of this incorrect timeline who basically tells him in dreams that he needs to fix it because it just keeps looping if he doesn't fix it. And that, yeah, apparently it's been looping for a long time and that's what he's actually fearing even though he consciously can't do it. The The whole movie itself tries to support its own idea of time travel with a fictional book about time travel. <laughs> I think it comes up in another, like... I think it's linked to a, some other movie as well. Like, that's not a sequel. Like, I think the director wants this to be an actual thing. I can't remember what it is, though. Uh, but another movie that does time travel that's a little different as well is Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. No, I know. This is it's like on a totally relatable but off topic uh, tangent. I miss movies like that where it's like something magical happens for no reason at all. Like, Groundhog Day, like liar, liar. It's just like because morals, why? because yeah, <laughs> because well, movie, I, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's good. That's one. an interesting a good... uh, time travel. Is it connected no, to anything? So. Groundhog Day? No, it's there's just no. Love. It's connected folklore. to love, Michael. No, but there's no folklore that uh, about the groundhog or something. Yeah, like time will repeat or that well, kind of thing. It doesn't. Like, not that I go. know of. Like. Time doesn't go normally until he does a certain set of actions correctly, which I don't remember because I haven't seen the movie in a very long time. I need to rewatch it. No, yeah, something, something like, like that. The and then... or something. <laughs> he basically needs to change yeah. genuinely as uh, a person. Yeah. But that was interesting because um, that links back to your thing about like fate taking hold because he like tries to stay up but just can't help but fall asleep at mid- like before midnight. And it's like fate's kicking in. It's like no, nah, you can't go to sleep. You can't. You can't stay this one out. No, <laughs> no dose aren't going to no, work for you. It's not even midnight because he's because the girl thinks it's midnight, and it's simply when he falls asleep. He does make it to the next day in one of the instances, but uh, he falls asleep sometime early in the morning, and the alarm clock goes off at like six, and it's the same day again. He okay. thought. And he's sort of realised that as well when she's like, she looks at the clock and he's like, I didn't say it was midnight. It's not a 24-hour cycle. It's just his perception. Which solidifies the fact that the day doesn't end until you go to sleep. (laughs) You're Uh, one of those people. It it is easier to uh, define things with that. You know, the difference between Groundhog Day and Liar Liar, not that Liar Liar is a time travel movie, or is it? I have theories, but that's not the time for now. <laughs> the difference between <laughs> Groundhog Day and like Harry Potter, Back to the Future, Looper Primer, is that like they have this very intricate set of rules. Like Terminator has like a set of rules, yeah, and 
it's like what can we do with these rules like what like i mean harry potter's is pretty basic this is but, how time like, travel the other works. ones are like what yeah happens? this is how time travel works let's see what happens whereas groundhog day is more about like the rules aren't important it's what happens are important kind of thing and i think in, yeah. especially in a science fiction movie like people love like understanding in science fiction nah man people that's not true at all are you kidding me well that's a bit different no that's all right hang on hang on no 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 no. we're getting into star wars Wars right now because star wars all right uh, i'm just gonna say this you can say whatever you want in return and i will will just move past it star wars is not a science fiction movie (laughs) okay (laughs) oh it's a story set in the past time science fiction because um, it's fiction, but I think like time science. travel isn't necessarily a science fiction thing. <laughs> time travel can be like science. It's not science fiction in Harry Potter. It's just something that's magic. Yeah, but what I'm yeah, saying is magic. in sci- in most science fiction films, it's like they want to understand. Yeah. They want to understand the rules. How far can we? Oh, like, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I like I can the see. Harry Harry Potter is a bit different, I think, because. Like you can have time uh, time it's travel magic. in Lord of the Rings, or or uh, here's a good one, Game of Thrones, and kind of brush past it more and just be like, how does it oh, work? Yeah. It's magic. Like it's it's magic. It's, like it might give rules. Like science fantasy. Uh, that's more that's so. magic. Um, whereas you know the science fiction is really, I think I think people love understanding. I think people love figuring it out and then even like for example primer i think a lot of people when it first came out especially when it first came out people were just like what so complicated and then now people are like i love what they've done with the place uh and then like they they try to think up other things and conceive other things and what you can do with time travel with those rules and then you know you you can see in countless different threads it's like what if this time travel meant this time travel? As in, what if fixed meant dynamic? What do you mean characters well, like, and how they? If time you, travel? what if the guys in Primer made a big enough time machine to fit the DeLorean in it? No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. What if the guys in Primer made the TARDIS like the time travel aspect of the TARDIS? Because <gasps> it's like a box that you go inside to travel time. Ah, yes. <laughs> Any last? Well, this is oh god, we need more time for this. This is why we didn't touch time as a whole concept. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot anyway, this has been the forty eighth episode of Wrong Place, Right Time. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Any final thoughts on time travel? Um, we got well, yeah, we got to rate it, we definitely don't we? Do. Well, I was I was thinking before we rate it, is there anything that we want to? Um, I hope I hope one day we achieve it in some capacity, or like that my life becomes like um a butterfly effect or something, and I can just travel back in time and undo all my regretful decisions. Young Michael, any final thoughts? Final thoughts of time travel. I enjoy time travel as a concept. I think. That we may one day figure it out, but I don't think coming backwards will be possible. I don't think we'll ever be able to go backwards, even if it's the point A, point B loop. I don't really consider that going going backwards. It can only be from the point we discover it, we can travel to that point and from that point, yeah. but not before that point. And that's probably the way it should be. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> we shouldn't. When we we everything else humans touch, we mess up, and the last thing we need to mess up is time itself. We've destroyed the Earth. We well, can't destroy time too. That's too that's much. That's the thing. We, we can try. What if we can use time <laughs> to fix the Earth? I think it would be cool to. Oh, duh! We just we just fly yeah, backwards duh. around the Earth Easy. like Superman, guys. We already uh, figured this out. I think it was right here all yes, along. Yes, with Superman, the very real person. That exists. 
Well, we'll just get a really fast uh, jet and go backwards around the Earth. We already discussed. That literally does the opposite. It sends you further in time. <laughs> uh, okay. Do we want to rate time? Time travel, sorry. Yes. Time travel? Um, Eight out of ten. Looking forward to achieving it. What about yourself, Michael? Yeah, <laughs> what do I rate time travel? We... Give it a number or a grade. I give it a. Uh, I give it nine <laughs> Bill Murray's <laughs> out of uh, Tom Baker's. Okay, that's that's a good one. There we go. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Oh yeah. Um, I give time travel. I'm gonna say the concept. Is definitely ten out of ten. It's a cool idea. Like, oh, that's a great idea. Uh, in reality, however, when I'm moving one second per second, uh, it's pretty lame. Um, uh, but not bad. So that's like a five out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna rest it at an eight out of ten. I think. Well, there we go. We all we all rate time travel rather highly. Of course we did. We're all nerds, <laughs> <laughs> and we all know time travel is only for nerds. Yes. Uh, the jocks, they try, they're like, they get their football, they go like, oh, I'm going to go back in time. And it doesn't work out. Unless you're Biff. Can't but keep that, football back so, in time. It's only for a few seconds. Yeah, it works a little bit. <laughs> not not ultimately, though. We get you in the end. On yeah. a sidebar, before we shut, we've been talking about time travel as like people moving. Can we, what, do you think time travel is possible to a degree where we could send like messages back in time? Like maybe, because... Like, isn't there some particle? Maybe, maybe it, it's made up, but I remember uh, from uh, The Watchmen, there's like tachyons or something that move backwards through time. So, like, what if we could do, like, uh, what do you call it? Morse code with, like, particles or something and see if they can pick up a message in the past or the future or something. Just, like, buy bitcoins. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and And then the appropriately... Sell them now. <laughs> they they don't get any better. Sell now. <laughs> now. End it. And also, end the podcast is what I'm doing now. Uh, this has been Wrong Place, Right Time. Please rate us highly. Um, subscribe if you haven't. Uh, tell your friends who are nerds. They'll be like, hey, do you want to hear three nerds who are not too smart? Like, they... they Got the idea, but they're between not them, they're smart enough to at least comprehend real time travel. I think the three of us could probably, like, if we put our three minds together, we could probably attend like an MIT kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, which is radio on demand, and review us there. Uh, you can do it now, you can do it later, you can do, you can do it, it in the future. Yeah. You can do it in the past. You can send a message back, a five-star review. That'd be yeah, this podcast is from the past, to coming to your future. That's true. We have travelled in time for you. Uh, it is the... And, and this will be different for people in like... For Michael. Michael's already in the future for, for no, no. me. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Well, I suppose that's more of the concept of time in general. Yeah, time zones. They got another whole episode. Gosh, that's that's a whole. We got content whole... for for years, for decades, <laughs> for all of time, if you will. Everyone's just like, please stop. <laughs> There's too much time. Would you say that the time was correct? That this time was correct. As, if as much as it can be, can time be? Oh. Wrong? No, but the place can be because it's been wrong place, right time. Uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> and scene. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry you had to hear that, though. I'm sorry. The jokes are so bad. Is it is it possible for me to make good jokes at all, Adrian? Uh, yes, that... but you have to be out of in a different time to fit, to understand them. Uh. This is a meme from the future, and you just don't understand it yet. <laughs> Uh, he, he was before his time exactly <laughs>